Welcome to the Spring Forth Podcast, a ministry of the First Congregational Church of McGregor, Iowa. This recording has been made for November 4th, 2020. Hello again, friends. At the time of this recording, I am still in the church, just having uploaded the worship content from November 1st. I wanted to lay some thoughts down before Wednesday. I usually record this podcast on a Monday if I can from my home studio. That always sounds nice, the home studio. I am in the church studio right now. And oddly enough, I find myself in the position where there is so much to be said I have nothing to say. By the time that you hear this, will be well underway with the election season for the next president of the United States. This has been a highly contested, spirited year for those of us living in the U.S. and for those of us who are watching from the sidelines of other nations, those of us who are U.S. citizens living as expats, In various countries, this has certainly been one great reality show. Not great as in spectacular, but great as in large, domineering. So I think, because I simply don't know how things are going to unfold, right now, like I said, it's still Sunday, but I have to have something in the shoot for Wednesday. And I have no idea how we're all going to feel on Wednesday. It's a good thing that we can't predict the future. We can hardly deal with our present. So what I want to do is remind us once again that this ministry of First Congregational, this podcast, is designed to remind us of our friend Jesus Christ. You know the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And he is a man who did his best work by reaching out to those that the world had forgotten, that the world had passed over, that the world had considered and already rendered insignificant. Those of us who have had encounters with the living Christ, who have been delivered from 
ill health, broken relationships, those who have been in and out of the prison system to find themselves welcomed home again once they are discharged, those who have served in our armed forces and have seen warfare firsthand, up close, and have come home to re-assimilate in their towns. They know the reality of what it means to be enslaved to hope, to see a thing in its raw proportions, to see how intense destruction can be, and then to feel the actual living resurrection of their very bodies, their minds, their self-esteem. We should take nothing for granted. Not the peace that we feel in given moments, not the joy that comes to us, not the very liberty that we have to control our own limbs, to walk across the room, much less to put ourselves in a car or on a plane and to travel to some great destination. These things are made possible that we might have joy and have it abundantly, that Christ has set us free from our own foolishness. And our hope should be, as people of faith, that others should come to taste this goodness and that we should not stand in the way of their realization as a child of God. So whatever you're feeling by the time you hear this, there's only one thing that's really truly important And that is that you feel the warm embrace of the Holy Spirit. That the reality of a God who sends us an advocate to remind us of all that Jesus taught us is firmly implanted within your consciousness. And knowing that peace, you will have no want of anything. There will be no fear, no anxiety that can touch you. We carry this feeling with us as we go forth into a world that has delivered us into a new understanding. But let us not demonize our neighbor. Let us cease and dispense with this notion of winning all battles through attrition. Let us no longer delude ourselves with the notion that we don't need each other. Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. Let us not forget that. Like I said, I have so much to say, but really nothing to say. So this is short. I'll keep it brief. I'll close with a prayer. Let us pray. God of grace and God of glory, we thank you for the ability 
to have our eyes opened today, physically, that we could greet this morning, that we could look to you for the correct conduct, that we could wait upon you for the right words to speak, that you could guide our direction, that we would not feel hurt, angry, nor would we gloat. Help us once again to cling and to return to that which is important. Remind us of our true nature, our allegiance to you, the ability to love you with everything that we have and to love our neighbor as ourself. That's going to be difficult because we won't want to love our neighbor. We will think that our neighbor has betrayed us. In your world, we grow together. May you help us be forever enslaved to hope, not shaped and transformed by despair, not mired in our differences, but in a position where we can celebrate our commonalities. I ask that you bring to us today the lessons that we need to learn and that you help us to weigh all the information that's coming to us, to carefully, carefully consider it before responding. Do not repay evil with evil, but to repay it with good. You've given us a voice. Help us to use it for the building of a community where the thoughts, the ideas, and the very presence of all is encouraged, welcomed, and accepted. And help us to be those individuals who understand what peace means and give us the power and the strength and the courage to convey it, that we may always be counted as your disciples, ready to bear our cross, but to proclaim your goodness. Be with us, now and always. Amen. So yeah, that's it. Continue to be at peace, be safe. We'll see you again soon.